Welcome to the Coach's Nook, your weekly boost of coaching caffeine. I'm Anna Maria. I'm Vicenta. We are two certified professional coaches who are passionate about helping people move towards the life that they want to lead. Every episode, we'll be sharing practical tools and techniques that are easy enough to implement right away so you can experience the impact of coaching for yourself. Grab your favorite drink and join us for the conversation. everyone, this is Anna Maria. I wanted to do a brief introduction of myself and then Vicenta will do the same. I have just left a corporate HR career 27 plus years. I'm a certified professional coach and a certified HR leader. And how did I end up in coaching? Well, as things started to wind down at my last company, I decided what do I want to do with the rest of my working career? And I looked to what I enjoyed mostly in HR, and that was coaching. So I looked for a program. I landed on IPEC, and I haven't looked back since. So during our, the training, I actually met Vicenta, and there was an, an immediate synergy and an immediate click. And as we both been Uh, starting up our businesses independently, we both thought about, wow, wouldn't it be neat if we could do a podcast? And here we are. So I'd like to turn it over to Vicenta. Thank you, Anna Maria. As Anna Maria said, my name is Vicenta. I, too, am a certified professional coach. I started my work life in the insurance industry, and then I was laid off there and then moved on to work for a solopreneur. And as things were winding down, I had a conversation with my daughter about what to do with the next phase of my life and she suggested life coaching. So I checked out life coaching schools, I picked IPEC, I met Anna Maria there. And like she said, we're here doing a podcast together, which is very um, exciting. So we're just going to talk to you a little bit about how coaching actually impacted our lives. And I think I'm going to talk first, right, Anna Maria? Yes. Okay. So the first one that really helped me was it made me aware of just how much I love to learn and I love to learn about self-development and to share what I learn and I think that's what really was the impetus to get me podcasting was because I love to learn and share with others and so that was one of the things and I think it's really important to really be aware of what we love to do because when we love to do something it can only benefit other people. So, you know, I would encourage anyone out there, if you have a love that you recognize, sometimes we don't recognize what our loves are, you know, they've been suppressed, 
But if there is a love that you have and that you would like to explore, reach out. Reach out to a coach and uh, see where it takes you. So that's a perfect segue that coaching really impacted me because I found my passion. From the very beginning, coaching clicked with me. That to me was very impactful. And also through coaching, I've been able to help clients find their passion. And that is just amazing when you see them light up, when they realize, yeah, that's what I really love to do. And then we start on the path of figuring out how they are going to achieve their passion or do what they love to do. I love that because I found for me that when I coached, it really made me more understanding of other people because it wasn't my agenda that we were working on during a session. It was their agenda. And what I realized is everyone is so different and they all have their own passions and loves if they are aware of them. And sometimes, you know, we explore what it is that they want from life. And it just makes me so appreciative of every single client that I've had sessions with. It's, it's really quite beautiful. And that is very powerful, Vicenta. Thanks for sharing that. Another way that coaching impacted me is that it really made me or helped me become aligned with values. Because sometimes we just go through life, you know, la-di-la-di-da, and we don't realize that the way we choose to live our life or make decisions, it's based on that value. And then when we step back and think, where does this value come from? Is this a value that I chose or is this a value that was imposed on me when I was growing up that you must mind your P's and Q's, for example, or be kind uh, to one another? That is a value that I do value, but what I'm trying to say is that coaching gave me this new way of looking how I choose to behave. That was really impactful. Oh, I love that. Values are so important. And in fact, we are going to spend a whole podcast on values and we'll even provide a values assessment so that listeners can check out what their values are. I, I love the, the values that you mentioned, Anna Maria, because it's so freeing for clients to really own their values and they have permission to own them. And the thing about values is they can change depending on your state in life. So it's not you know, black and white. It's, they're very fluid, and I love that. One thing that coaching, another thing, is it made me more or rather less reactive and more responsive. I've kind of been a bit of a hothead most of my life, and coaching has helped me see where I 
react and what triggers me. What I love about that is that it could have been uh, something that triggered me could have been a compromise in a value, for example, you know, what we were just talking about, or somebody has crossed the line in terms of my value. Like, well, you know, just say, for example, say I value family, which I do, and someone has um, said something derogatory about my family. Well, that would get me all hot and bothered. What coaching has done is I would still get upset and own that emotion but maybe not respond immediately like oh you're you know whatever it would be more like hmm I'm just gonna walk away from this I'm not going to react and they may have been having a bad day so that's what I I love about coaching is that it's really made me more self-aware and really own that self-awareness so that's Anna Maria, anything else? I could totally relate to <laughs> uh, the reaction, and it's quite quite interesting because the next thing I wanted to talk about is how to consciously choose how to react to things because I, too, tended to always react. And in my mom's words, God bless her soul, it was always, why are you so defensive? Because my go-to habit was to be defensive. So through coaching, I have been constantly choosing or challenging myself to take that breath and pause and consciously choose how I react. And I must say my family is very appreciative of that because that's so out of character for the Anna Maria pre-coaching where I would absolutely get defensive and react to everything. Wow. I love that. I know. it's what, what coaching has done for me has not just improved my life, but it's also improved those around me, right? Because <laughs> they don't get all that hothead. And it's made me more self-aware. And like you said, making more mindful, conscious choices. I always say that you can't unaware what what you're aware of and and that's so true and and a lot of it has to do with why am I feeling this way why am I triggered what's happening some of it is you know it could be a physical reaction like fatigue sometimes you know we get so stressed out that uh, we're just too stressed to even really sit down and think and we suppress our stress by hitting the television or you know putting on music or something and and just trying to self-soothe that way if I can use a psychological term and we don't even realize that that we're doing it and so being more self-aware like oh I know why I blew up that day. It was because that whole week I was going on and on and on and not refueling, refueling and replenishing my soul so that I would have enough energy to do what I needed to do. And that's another thing about being self-aware is I've become more self-aware about 
really taking the time to take care of myself. You know, in our training, we learned, actually it was kind of drilled into us, the analogy of the oxygen mask in the airplane. We have to put on that oxygen mask first in order to put on other people's oxygen mask. Because if we don't, we're not going to make it. So it's really important to refuel and replenish. And, you know, I don't mean replenishing, have a whole chocolate cake because you're so stressed out. I'm talking about going to bed at a decent hour, eating healthy food, going out to do some exercise. I know that in this time of the pandemic and COVID, some of our maybe previous habits pre-COVID, going to gym and and working out and, and whatnot, have been temporarily paused. However, you could do... Zumba dancing in the living room, in your bedroom. I was, before our podcast, I did a Zumba dance to Sean Mendes' Senorita <laughs> before our podcast. So, so something like that, listening to your favorite kind of music, you know, really sitting down and saying, what do I like to do? Doodle. Do something that brings you joy. It's so important to replenish our soul because we are spiritual, mental, and physical beings. So we have to fuel our minds, we have to fuel our bodies, and we also have to fuel our souls. So that self-awareness for me has been huge in terms of knowing my limits, knowing my boundaries, and just really taking care of myself so I could take care of others. I actually had to put in a little reminder on my phone, take care of yourself to take care of others because I wasn't paying attention to that part. So that's my little, <laughs> my little speech there, Anna Maria. What do you say? <laughs> oh, that's very good. And that's something that I've also had to learn to do. And living the corporate life of 50-hour weeks or 60-hour weeks, I put myself aside, got to get up early, beat the traffic, and never took the time for myself. And now that I've left the corporate life, the first thing I do in the morning is take care of myself, which it's through prayer, spiritual reflection, meditation, exercise. And I feel great. It gives me the energy I need to tackle what, you know, is going to come next um, for me in the day. And I've also found that through clients that some of them feel self-care is selfish. It's not selfish to take care of yourself because what you mentioned if we don't take care of ourselves first or put that oxygen mask on us first in an airplane as it's going down, God forbid, we can't help the person next to us, be it a child or an elderly or whoever. So that self-care piece is really, really, really important. And I know I heard it many, 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 many times. So I guess it was this opportunity to slow down my life so to speak and not be in that corporate 
lifestyle of go, go, go to really realize the impact of self-care. So thank you for bringing that up, Vicenza, because I, it really resonated with me. So on to another reason why coaching impacted me is experiencing through training in our exercises and through working with clients. And even when Vicenza and I have our coffee chats over Zoom or whatever it is, the power coaching. That never, ever, ever ceases to amaze me how you come up with discoveries and when you hear the other person say, wow, I never thought of that. Or they leave a session and a lot of the work actually happens between the sessions where they've taken the time to think about the session they just came out of and then you, they send you a text or an email and say, wow, Anna Maria, that was so powerful. I actually discovered this and this about myself or I finally took that first step that I've been so fearful of. That will always leave me in awe. Yes. I love that too. When especially during a Zoom call or something, and the, the person's, I might ask them a question, or, yeah, it's usually I'll ask them um, a question, and they'll pause for 10 seconds or something, and then suddenly you can see, and it's almost like a thermometer rising, you can see the, the light bulb go off, and their eyes just open so wide, and they say, oh, yes. That is a really special moment. To experience that is so humbling because we have a very small part to play in that person's aha moments, self-discovery, and they can then go on to do what they, they desire and, and whatever brings them joy. And it's just so beautiful and, and oftentimes as well, like you were saying, Anna Maria, that they'll come back and say, you know, after our session, I didn't, I didn't feel that great. But then a couple of days later, I thought, oh, my gosh. And, and that is so great as well because the coaching session really isn't about how great we are as coaches. It's really about that self-discovery piece, right, Anna Maria? It's really Absolutely. about that. Yeah, it's really about that self-awareness piece. And when they can become more of who they really are, you know, their, their authentic self, it can only benefit themselves and those around them. Absolutely. Yeah. And, it, you know, that's where it's made me more understanding of people. I understand that not everyone is at the same stage in life that I am. Not everyone has had the same opportunities. And some people have been conditioned not to think for themselves. You know, I, I remember just a personal example. I remember my, my aunt back in, in Portugal, she had ovarian cancer. And I, I wanted to go there and visit her and, and my mom it was December so the weather would be cold and 
it says, why don't, why don't you wait till, till the summer when it's nice? You know, there was this inner voice in me saying, go now, go now. And it was really more powerful than my mom's voice saying to, to hold off. And there was just something about my whole body saying, go now. And so I booked um, the ticket almost immediately, like within a week, I was visiting her. And she was very sick. And in April, so I visited her for about a week. And then in April, I got the call, I got the call that she had died. And so if I didn't listen to that inner voice, I wouldn't have seen my aunt again. And so sometimes that inner voice gets suppressed by other people. But in the coaching session, you know, that inner voice can come alive and quite loud to the client. And it's only through understanding that it is a process for each single person and they have to take the time to go through whatever process they have to go through the coaching. That has made me become so much more understanding of people. Wow, that's really powerful and you followed your intuition and it's all about tapping into that intuition and that inner voice. We all have it, but it takes us time to cultivate it and to use it and to trust it. And usually the intuition is never wrong. So thank you for sharing that story with us, Vicenta. That was really oh, powerful. Another point that I wanted to make how it's impacted me is to consciously come from a place of love and not a place of judgment. And through the training, and I continue to ask myself, wow, is that a judgment I just made on this event or on this person, how they acted? And I thought, no, 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 no. no. If I'm coming from a true place of love. Judgment has no place in that. And to continuously challenge myself because I do not want to come from a place of judgment. And as we learned in our training and as you learn in different, say you may read articles you read or listen to other coaches or motivational speakers, your energy increases and you start getting into the higher levels of energy when you no longer use judgment. And it just comes out of a place of love and learning that it just is. It just is. And it doesn't have to be right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. And that I find to be one of the most impactful things. And it's also something I am challenging myself with is to not judge to come from a place of just love I I love that <laughs> because I end up lo loving my clients how can I not they are so beautiful uh, they are so unique children of God and how can you not love the clients I, I was having coaching sessions with students at San Francisco State University this spring, for example, 
and they're so unique and they each have their own life journey and that's that's the thing about it each person has their own life journey and and so although people you know my clients are pretty successful they do have their vulnerabilities and when you come to them from a place of love and they I think they can sense it I think they can sense the love because they have permission to to talk openly and it was so humbling and I think they sense that I love them they that they were loved and so I think love is is really important I want to make a last comment on what you just said and that was very beautiful and that is something that comes to me is never underestimate the power of love so mm-hmm. when we do come from a place of love and not of judgment it is very very powerful and it gives the client the the freedom to be who they are it gives us the ability to hold that space for them to feel what they need to feel say what they need to say act how they need to act be a cry be a laugh be whatever it is so that is very very powerful and I think that's a beautiful way to end how coaching has impacted uh, both the sense of life and my life so this brings us to a point where we want you as the listener to sit back and think how did what we just discussed resonate with you what thoughts came to your mind how did that feel for you thank you so much for listening to the coach's nook with me anna maria and me vicenta If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe and share it with your family and friends. And if you want more information or to schedule a private coaching session with either one of us, please check the show notes on how to reach us. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, never lose sight of where you want to be, which leads me to a quote from an unknown author that we both love. Hold the vision, trust the process. Until next time.